0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the one nine oh nine six podcast. Podcast. I am John. Here is Rick. Say hi, Rick. Happy Thanksgiving, Eve. Uh, you broke. You broke protocol. You're supposed to say hi, Rick. Oh, hi, Rick. Oh, that's better. We are two Eagles fans, and this is a podcast about the Eagles. And well, honestly, us too. It's it's about the Eagles and us. About Rick and I. We're two Eagles fans. Um, but for the record. We have never thrown D-sized batteries at opposing teams. Now, when it comes to triple A's, double A's, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. I cannot.
1: And we may have thrown, may or may not have thrown them at opposing fans. We haven't thrown them at the team, for sure. I I, I don't know what you're talking
0: about. Yes, this is a football podcast, but it's not strictly football. It's just mostly football. But yes, there are lots of podcasts out there about football, but to understand what we are, it's probably better, it's easier. Probably easier to say, what we are not. We are not X's and O's. We are not a betting show. We aren't fantasy football. No mock drafts, no power rankings, no game film review. We are two knuckleheads, but we don't yell at each other. Most of the time. time. And lastly, one thing we will never do is make predictions. Why? Because there are no real-world consequences, and what fun is that? Rick is coming to you live from Bryn Mawr, uh, just outside of Philadelphia, or the was it the 61 yo is that what they say out there i'm in the 61 yo the 61 yo i'm or coming the, from the 1901 yo i'm coming from the napa valley home of vermeil wines <laughs>
1: exactly vermeil wines
0: yep so vermeil wines is actually just down the street uh, from where i live so um we are on every week 5:30 pacific 8:30 eastern to those that are Traveling right now. Travel safe. We hope you guys are doing all right out there.
1: Um, And we are, although we are live at eight thirty Eastern on Wednesdays. You can listen to us anytime, anywhere, anyhow
0: on on the call-in app.
1: uh, Um, Exactly. The call-in app, which uh, John, your father just told somebody here within the past hour that he could dial in to the call-in app.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh boy. did he pick up his rotary phone and then start spinning the wheel? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, we have a very special uh, episode this week. This is episode nine. Um, the Eagles are now. Uh, what are the Eagles now? Four and six. What are they? No. What are they? Five and five and six. Five, five and, and six. six. So that makes eleven. Um, yes. I can do math. This is not the math episode because I just completely stumbled over uh, basic addition. So uh rick make no no more math for me tonight
1: the math the math episode was last week
0: yes that's right Uh,
1: a lot of a lot of addition
0: subtraction calculus pre-calc algebra uh you name it we we did it last episode um we have a very special episode tonight because we have the premiere of um evan the giants fan Uh, i've talked about him a little bit on previous episodes but he will be joining us later in the show to talk about the um the New York Football Giants. Um, he is he, he, I, I've known Evan for a while. He's a smart guy, smart as a whip, um, fast talker, just like what you'd expect from New York. Uh, so it should be very entertaining to see kind of how he defends his pitiful team. Um, now I know he's
1: probably so is he, is he our is he our Giants correspondent? Is he official correspondent status uh
0: yeah I th- I think you could probably put him in that category you know uh, and if he does a good job, maybe he'll get you know upgraded but um yeah you know, we'll see this is kind of a, a trial I'm sure right now he is currently muted and he's probably yelling at the phone in his new York accent, so uh that should be fun to listen to in about uh fifteen twenty minutes um
1: actually long it it looks like we have somebody who is trying to speak
0: that that would be him he has a code name i. What do you think? Should I bring him on now?
1: Sure, let's get a preview.
0: All right, let's see. You know, what? I haven't. Uh, how do I bring you on? Oh, he. Oh, he is on. He's got to just unmute. Uh, Evan, uh, unmute yourself and just say hi. Then you can put yourself back on mute. Or don't. Five, press four, the- three, two, one. All right, don't. We're gonna move on. Press, um,
1: press the microphone. <laughs> so if uh for those
2: there oh there he
0: is evan the giants fan you're on the air live go ahead caller you now he needs to learn how to speak which you're com- completely blowing my uh pumping you up
1: i thought you said this guy was reasonably intelligent
0: uh, yeah well you know he's, he's performing like the new york football giants right now <laughs> well
1: he figure
0: it out. Yeah, Evan the Giants fan, and he put himself, and he's back. Yeah, think, yeah check those headsets. Let's move on. We'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll let uh, Evan the Giants fan figure out his phone. Uh, maybe he needs to update to the new. Oh, yes, Colin has now a 2.0 app, so all those people listening, uh, download the new app. Um, all right, so the Eagles played uh, your, your New Orleans Saints this week, and they kicked some ass.
1: Rick, would you like to start off? Yes, a very great game, a uh, very good game for the Eagles. As, you know, the kind of the theme that I'm seeing is the Eagles just keep on getting better and better and better. You know, this is a growing year, a learning year as Nick Sirianni said a couple of you know, weeks ago, they are like a flower and they are just starting to bloom. And yeah. the, what I what I have to say to that is this is flower power. A 40 to 29 win, but it really wasn't that close, right? It was 33 to 7 before the Saints really kicked in the gear and started scoring points. And we went back to our too high safety look. What?
0: I, I hate to, uh, to kind of use this, but we did. the Eagles
1: did kind of flip the script
0: on themselves because like five, six weeks ago when they lost, the, the score looked a little closer, even though they were on the losing end, but it was actually pretty ugly. Now it's they're the ones kicking ass. And the score looks close, but it actually wasn't even
1: that close at all. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been a lot, a lot worse. I mean, the Eagles had four touchdowns and four field goals. I mean, it could have very easily been eight touchdowns. Yep, yep. Um, And you know, also, you know, in the second half, the Eagles came out, and you could tell right away that they were milking the clock and, um, you know, just being very conservative. And Sirianni even said that after the game that they came out and were just too conservative. But hey. There's really no reason to be aggressive when you're up thirty-three-seven or twenty-seven-seven at halftime. Yep. Yeah.
0: So uh, the the one thing I I do want to um, uh, pat myself on the back. I did mention uh, last week that you know even though New Orleans was the the leading uh, uh, rush defense in the NFL, I made the argument that they were largely unproven because of the uh, <laughs> the the ranks of the. The offenses of their opponents, and sure enough, uh, I was right. They, their, their offense, their defense got steamrolled. And when I say steamrolled, I mean literally steamrolled. There's, there's videos on the internet all over the place of just the Eagles' O line just demolishing uh, New Orleans' uh, D line. It's uh, borderline comical. Like I'm talking like one handed pancakes, pancake blocks. For those of people don't know, a pancake (laughs) block is when an offensive lineman puts a defensive lineman on his back like a pancake and he's like a helpless turtle and he can't do anything. That happened like three or four times in the game. It was ridiculous.
1: Jordan Mailata just crushing people and getting into fights.
0: Yeah. I Um, I like that. I like seeing that.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. The Eagles ran the ball 50 times for uh, what 4.8 average. So yeah. They uh, they pretty much – you know, I, I don't want to get too hyperbolic, but they pretty much dominated the game.
0: Oh, but, come on, be hyperbolic. But That's what the podcasts sa- are four.
1: At the same time, that, uh, you know, the quarterback for the Saints, I mean, he was kind That's of pathetic. Rough. Yeah. Uh, Simeon. Yeah. Um, I mean, at one point, he was like six for 20 with like two interceptions. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good look for him. At one point, yeah, he had completed eight passes, and two of the completed passes were interceptions. Because that is a completed um, pass, right?
0: That yeah, technically speaking, yeah, you are right. So he should it's get, just
1: to the other team. Yeah,
0: and do you get negative yards So what? Uh, Slade returned it how many yards? Like thirty, forty yards? Because they were on their side of the oh. field, right? They were uh, they were backed up.
1: Yeah, think, yeah, yeah, and I mean, he he caught that ball on the run and was like off the races. Um, so
0: he, here's where we got to kind of like eat our words a little from last week because we basically po- poked fun <laughs> at Slay for not having hands.
1: So that is true. Yeah, that is true. But when the uh, opposing quarterback hits you, you know, right between the numbers, um, you know, it really doesn't. Uh, yeah, he returned it 51 yards.
0: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of just a tease, kind of the upcoming against the Giants, another quarterback uh, hit an opponent right between the numbers, and it was uh, as ugly as, you know, Simeon to play. But, you know, uh, that'll be later in the podcast when we talk uh, um, Giants-Eagles, which I'm sure uh, Evan, the Giants fan, will have plenty of uh, words to say about that. Uh, A little perspective. So, yeah, like Rick (laughs) said, they ran the ball 50 times, which uh, doing a little math here. 67% of their uh, play selection was rush. If you go back to week three versus that other team from Texas, that is not in Houston. uh, They ran the ball only 23% of the times. So yeah, I'd say they definitely have found an identity or a theme in their offense.
1: Yeah. And this goes to the whole team, you know, over the past four weeks, the Eagles are averaging 34 points a game. You know, that's pretty darn good. I'll take it. Um,
0: uh, shout I out to, also. Oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I think also. Last week we were talking about you know Miles Sanders coming back. He comes back and then fumbles it, you know, on like the five or ten yard line. That was not a good look. Um, no. And no. he was lucky. We we were lucky that his second fumble that was already blown dead, or else it would have had a the Saints would have had another. Yeah, that uh, that definitely score. could have
0: changed the uh, the tide, as they say. Right. right. That was right at that point where it's like it was kind of teetering, you know, are the Saints going to make make a comeback or are the Eagles just kind of going to start, you know, playing like sometimes Eagles do?
1: (laughs) Sometimes we are our own worst enemies. Yep. Um, Derek Barnett. But Yes. Yes, we did have six penalties, by the way, speaking of Derek Barnett. Um, Yeah, but uh, Miles Sanders ended up having 94 yards on 16 carries. So good game back for him besides... Uh, the fumbles, and um, can we just talk oh, just a moment for Jalen Rager? Um, I think, the, I think, you know, the sun's about setting on him. I'm I, not, I, it, yeah. he was targeted three times. He had one catch for negative one yards. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And I'm not very impressed with his um, uh, punt returns, right? It's like he's afraid of contact. He's running out of bounds and not having any contact whatsoever. Um, The past five weeks, he has had, uh, what, three, six receptions for 30 yards, and during that same time, um, yeah. and that's on what uh, five, six, on ten targets. JJ Arcega-Whiteside has had one reception for twenty-three yards. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm becoming becoming less and less. Uh, uh, I don't think I ever was a fan of Jalen Rager, but. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think they should just, just put Greg Ward in the slot and just be done with it. Yeah,
0: I I think I'm definitely getting what is it the the the, the five stages of dealing with with trauma right? I'm kind of at that point with him like the last stage right. The first one's like denial, like holy shit, we drafted this guy, this can't be happening. Uh, re, you know, rewind television and tell me that you know that they really actually picked you know Justin Jefferson. Then the realization that, like, oh, my God, we drafted him, just pissed off at Howie. Then you kind of get into, like, what, like, bargaining and then depression. You know, I think I've come out of the depression in terms of dealing with, like, the fact that they just picked completely the wrong guy and just, like, I'm at that point where I really am, like, you know, he is what he is. And I don't think, unfortunately, it's going to change. And You know, they, I, I mean, unless he really kind of, like, turns the table. I don't know how he's going to end up becoming what they hoped he's going to be.
1: Yeah. no, He's another one of how he's guys. He's right up there with Derek Barnett. You know, just a first round. Yeah, you know,
0: he's up disaster. there.
1: I, I think he's past Derek
0: at this point. He's in there with like Marcus Smith, who we alluded to uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Yes. Or, another first round disaster. Yeah, which it gets to that point like for the player himself. I honestly start feeling bad for the guy. Like he was just he, he yeah, so anyway, no need no need to belabor that point.
1: On yes, on a high note, TJ Edwards uh has an interception on Sunday, gets a contract extension on Monday. How about that? That's three contract extensions in uh what, one week? Yeah, just about. Although yeah. Edwards eh, Edwards is just a one year, but still. Um you know, he's yeah. last couple weeks he's been playing uh very well. So Happy to see that.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, you know, I kind of mentioned the the, the you know, Eagles O-line, studs all around. They just keep kind of, you know, paving the way. I mean, the holes were huge. I mean, the running backs actually had it pretty easy. I mean, there's just some impressive line play there. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Um, yeah, you know, it's also the um, – you know, with the injuries and stuff and Lane Johnson being out, but they've really coalesced into a pretty good unit. And, you know, yeah. you got Kelsey as an anchor. So, I think, uh, you know, that's, a, you know, overlooked sometimes. Kelsey, you know, if you saw that one play where he pulled out to the left and was just, you know, seam rolling guys, it was just, you know, ridiculous. Yeah, he blew up one guy who was, uh, you know, he chipped
0: one guy and just knocked him on his butt, and then he kind of ran up six more yards to his actual assignment blew him up, which turned into a twenty five yard run for for uh, Miles Sanders. And that's impressive to see. Yes.
1: yes. Going
0: back to a second yeah, a going back a second to, to drafting, um, you know, in the, the the failures of, of Jalen Rager, the O line is kind of like an example of the successes. So I went back and looked at what round were each of the guys drafted in. So Kelsey, who we were just talking about who's a center, he was a six round draft pick. So basically the second to last round. Uh, Myalada was the seventh uh, seventh round pick, which I believe is the last round. Um Jack Driscoll, fourth round draft pick. Uh Landon Dickerson at second rounder, and Lane Johnson, uh first rounder back in I think 2014. Something like that. But uh, you know, it's it just goes to show it's you know teams aren't made up of just fir- first and second rounders. It, you gotta be. You got to do your homework for all seven rounds,
1: right? Right. No, I'm with you on that. I mean, uh, that's those. You know, that's where you're going to pick up. You know, good offensive lineman is. You know, it's not unless you're an elite lineman, you're not going to get picked in the first or second round. Yep.
0: Uh, let's see. Anything else we want to add to about the the Saints game? Other than I got to say, it was a lot. It was a lot of fun to 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 watch and to listen to. So it's was, it was probably the most fun. Uh, except for about yeah you know, about 15 minutes in the third quarter, it was a fun game to watch.
1: Yes, uh, I would have to concur with you that it was good not to have you know any tense times. Yeah, I kind of got worried when the Saints were coming back, but um, you know I think it was over when um, you know with a couple minutes left. And it was fourth down. The Saints were in Eagles territory and Sean Payton sent out the field goal unit. He was basically waving the white flag at that point. Yeah. Did dad
0: have any uh, choice words for the television this week?
1: I think uh, his words were, it's about time.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's a good one. I think he, yeah, I can get behind that.
1: Yeah. He had his usual uh, questions about, oh, he did ask, where's Drew Brees? Is he hurt? I was like, no, he's retired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just wait until about uh, the the post-game show, and you'll see exactly what he's doing. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that was your father on Sunday. Yeah,
0: That sounds
1: about right. Yeah. Uh,
0: Should we move on to uh, who gets credit?
1: Yes. Who gets credit? Um, John, who do you think? Who gets credit?
0: Uh, So I'm going to give the entire offensive line 80%. Yeah, I I, I think it kind of helps that it's actually uh, five guys. So, you know, you're kind of dividing up 80% evenly between uh, five guys. Uh, You know, 10% to the running backs. uh, And probably 10% to um, uh, to old Nick Sirianni. Got to give coach, uh, you know. He did call the plays, and he did a pretty good job, so i got to give him a little bit of credit. Uh, I I know I'm leaving out uh, Darius Slay uh, out of that, but I'll I'll make it up to him next week.
1: Yeah. So I have a little bit of different tape this week. So... I'm going to start off with Jalen Rager. I'm going to give him negative 20%. <laughs> oh,
0: so now you have credit going back.
1: So, so now I have credit. I yeah. have 120% I, I, to give that, that
0: is, I like where you're going. Good, that's a good move. So I'm going to try that.
1: Next I'm going three. to give 40, 40% to um, uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, I think he just keeps on getting better, right? And that play that he had at the goal line where he put the ball across the goal line for the touchdown, that was yep. like... Very high football IQ and, you know, uh, doing something very unique in that play in the moment. So that was good. And the funny thing was the guy going back to the huddle who, like, pushed him out of bounds, he was, like, talking smack and everything. And Perch was just, like, would have given the time of day and it ended up being a touchdown anyway. Um, So I thought that was uh, pretty sweet. So 40% for him, 40% for the line. Uh, I'm with you, you know, the line played great. And then 40% spread amongst the running backs. You know, Jordan Howard, uh, um, although he got hurt, I mean, when he was in there, he was just, there's that one drive there where they just kept lining up and giving it to him. Oh, And man. he was getting... That was, that was so
0: much fun to see. Yeah. You
1: know. He was just railroading them, like, 10 yards each. Um, and then uh, I gave my last 40% to uh, Sirianni. You know, I think... I really think that in the beginning of the year, he was trying to figure out how to be a head coach and everything, and he was like kind of like you know when that uh bait you know when that doe when that baby deer finally is you know is born and he stands up the walk he's like oh you know he's got baby deer legs right yeah and I think it, you know Sirianni's growing into uh, a mature deer. To follow through with that analogy,
0: yeah. As an eternal Eagles fan, I'm just waiting for that deer then to walk out onto uh, the blue route and just get plowed by something, and <laughs> you know, then we're just we're done.
1: So, so, so and Nick, then we're
0: roadkill. Yeah, yeah, Nick, stay away from the blue route, please. Yes, stay away from the blue. <laughs> Take the side
1: roads to work, please. Side roads, back roads, back yeah, roads. back roads. Yeah. Um. All right. Announcement game review, John. Uh
0: yeah the, you know the TV guys are fine Schloreth, you know another uh, non eagle in fact he's a former NFC Easter in terms of being a uh, Washington Redskin. he's fine you know it's, I you know I don't I don't think he deals in hyperbole I think he's fairly earnest um you know a safe pick as as an announcer you know from Fox's standpoint nothing mesmerizing um. Yeah, he's good. He's fine. I, nothing really kind of stands out uh to me. Uh Mike and um uh Merrill were their usual excited selves. Um it was fun to hear them excited too. That was that's always uh enjoyable to uh to hear those guys get excited as well. So
1: Right. Um so um once again, no Eagles, uh former Eagles player uh doing the uh game. And yep. the play by play guy I had never seen before. Um so I don't I've know heard of him, like, but
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I was not really impressed. Um and also, you know, you know you're a low pretty low run game when you don't have a sideline reporter. Like not even you yeah, know, yep, a bad one. Is,
0: just none. That is a like cold hard fact. Yeah. It, it, you, that's... Uh... Back in the day when I was dealing with that, that's when you knew you were kind of on a low game, like you didn't you didn't even have a sideline reporter. You're just traveling to you guys. Right. And that was it.
1: Not that the sideline reporter really adds anything, but when you don't have one, you know you're
0: yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, back in the yeah. day the, the low games either you didn't have a sideline reporter and
0: or you didn't have the first and ten line. That's how you knew you were just bottom of the barrel, you know, eight people back in you know middle of nowhere watching this game and you know, it was no money spent. Right. right.
1: Yeah, it's a, uh, like it's only being broadcast in the um, areas where, you know, there's Eagles fans and Saints fans, like New yep. Orleans and Philadelphia. Yep. Yeah, and if you looked at the
0: coverage map, that's exactly what it was. It was just like two blue spots, you know, uh, in a sea of like red and, and, and green and other games. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. At one point also, Schlereth, uh said, um, you know, Mark Ingram you know i just really like him he you know he is what he is he knows what he has to do and then like a couple minutes later he's like i you know mark Ingram, you know he is what he is he just does what he does and mm. he's like clearly you did not cross that off your list of commentary things like <laughs> yeah, you just said the yeah. same exact thing you said a couple minutes ago
0: yeah use your sharpie and put a put a nice black line through that statement on your uh
1: on your card in front of you buddy Maybe maybe it was rich like co-tight. He couldn't see the card because it was wet for some yep, Yeah. Know. So anyhow. Um, yeah, I uh, I was not really impressed with them. So hopefully yep. we'll get someone better this week.
0: Uh should we move on to uh Wentz Tracker? The Wentz Tracker. Wentz Tracker, Wentz.
1: Wentz Tracker,
0: Wentz. Wentz Tracker, Wentz
1: Tracker. Uh crunchy numbers over here. So uh the Colts won again. That's three games in a row for them. Um Carson played 62 out of 69 snaps. So roughly, I figured out, in order to get to that 75% threshold to get the first round pick, he's got to get to 852 snaps. That's roughly within 17 games. Um, and he is at 723. For, so we're really, really like 130 snaps away uh, from getting there with, uh, what, six
0: games to go? So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think at this point, unless unless Wentz gets run over by his pet pronghorn antelope during his bye week, I mean, we're going to get the first round pick.
1: So, right. right, right. Which then dovetails right into, if the season were to end today, we would have okay. the 8th pick, the 11th pick, and the 16th pick. Yep. And the 44th and 75th.
0: Which I saw on Bleacher Report, some guy named Connor Rogers, who I'd never heard of, is claiming that the Eagles will pick a safety, defensive end, and an offensive guard.
1: That's it's actually a pretty good. Five picks in the first seventy-five. Yep,
0: yep. No, that's good. You, you know, reload. I mean, it, yeah, as much talent as they have, um, you know, or blossoming talent to stick with a kind of the the um, uh, the the flower uh, metaphor. You know, I think. Uh, yeah, th- things are, you know, looking up, but again, I um, just don't want
1: that, uh, you know. And now there's two ingredients into uh, making this happen. You know, one is getting the picks. The second is picking the right guy. Yeah. And we still are have been a little dysfunctional yeah. there. Lately. So hopefully, you know, Howie just goes and gets a, you know, pro football focus magazine or whatever. And looks at their mock draft and picks because I think Just he'd probably that, be better yeah. off than Howie looking through his uh you know, binoculars. Yeah. His, yeah, his, yeah. His binoculars from his son's, you know, Boy Scout. Now some yeah, yeah some people out there are, are curious why our apprehension well,
0: I think in a in a future episode at some point, probably in the off season, we'll we'll go through why there's so much apprehension, because uh it's deservedly so. But right. so Yes. Just trust us for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take us at our word, please. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Yeah. yeah uh, well, let me be the first to welcome to the 19096 podcast the debut of the fantastic Evan, the Giants fan. Evan, welcome to the podcast. He that's fantastic. He hasn't figured out his uh Plug in your headphones, Evan. Oh, boy. Technical difficulties. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the, you know. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is there. Let's see. Let's try this. Uh, I'm going to try this way. We'll do invite to speak. Oh. And then, Evan, can you unmute yourself?
2: I un- un- Unmute Can you hear me now? Oh, there we oh, go. Oh, there we man, go. Jesus. Up hey, hey, wow.
1: the champagne bottle. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. They're like a true Giants awesome. fan. Late and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, thanks for having me. I-, I can't think of any place I'd rather be right now than sandwiched between two Eagle fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: It's an evil sandwich.
2: Uh, great, but listen, so, I got a question for you guys. Can I? Can I just start off yes, with the question? Yeah, fire away, fire away, please. Okay, so yes. last weekend I was in Costco in the Home Goods section getting some stuff, and you know this guy down little little ways down from me was packing some shelves and stuff, and I looked over and I'm at, I'm thinking to myself, is that Nate Sudfeld? I think that's Nate Sudfeld. <laughs> <laughs> is that who he's working on? No, you guys I, I, that?
1: <laughs> you? No, that was Kurt Kurt Warner stop shelves. Uh, yeah. Uh
0: well you know what? I you know what's funny? Here's what's funny for a second. your buddy, uh Evan the Giants fan, Nate Sudfeld, I believe, is a backup on your your Brisbane forty ers <laughs> oh I need to uh, let me double check, but I'm pretty sure he's under the tutelage of uh kyle shanahan
1: and no the guy actually stopped in the shelves was jason garrett the, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. former yes. coordinator. <laughs>
2: no he's the manager now <laughs> i am <I'm, laughs> i am correct he uh as we we'll, we'll to get as, to that bum in a second
1: as we refer yeah, to him maybe. as the clapper
2: yep Yep. i mean it, i'm just i just want to say as soon as i saw that guy trotting out on the field i was like i turned off the tv i was like are you kidding me peterson You'd rather spoil the Giants getting in the playoffs than the Redskins. Good job. That's
1: right. That's Uh, right. (laughs) Yes. Hey, hey, we're in Philadelphia here. We're pretty good at tanking.
2: (laughs) Well, 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 let's
0: get into it, you know, about the Giants. I just want to kind of throw the first thing out there and we can kind of discuss. The one thing, if they are not, the New York football Giants is consistent. For the past three seasons prior to this season, their record, starting record, you know, first 10 games. Three and seven, two and eight, three and seven. And what are the giants right now, Evan? Yeah, there you go. Clapper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Evan, uh, Evan, oh Evan the Giants guess. fan, your thoughts.
2: Well, before I go any you know, because I've been listening to the podcast, and you guys were just like hemming and hawing over your big win over the Saints, but mind you. The Giants beat those bums in New Orleans, so the bar wasn't too high beating those guys. And so, you know, just wanted to throw that fact out, fact out there. But this season, um, okay, let's get into it. Um, well, you know, I look at we're dealing with three Bs right now at the top, right? I got a, we had a blase uh, offensive coordinator. Thank God he's gone. Um, yep. we've got. Uh, a boob for a head coach. Hopefully he gets his walking papers at the end of the season. And last but not least, <laughs> at the head of the table, the buffoon, the one and only Gettleman, that guy has got to go.
0: Um, so, okay, so, uh, so do you think it's going to be a full shelf clear this year, oh, at the end of this year?
2: If if, the, if and Tish don't do that, then, I mean, come on. <laughs> It's got to be. I mean, here's the thing, right? How do you. And I was talking to my other Giant buddies over the. They're like, oh, um, you know, what's. Garrett's gone. I'm like, Gary should have been gone last year. How do you. He shouldn't have been (laughs) tired. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. The guy finished. The Giants finished what? 31st last year in offense. What were they thinking? Like, man, let's keep the guy around in the 10 games. Come on. It was just pure torture. Terrible.
0: Just for perspective, the, the Giants' current ranking yeah. in offense, they've improved their 25th. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so,
2: Great. You know,
0: yeah, k- Yeah. kudos. You know, <laughs> things are looking up. I, ju- I just want
1: to uh, know, like, what's it like to be a Giants fan who have had one winning season since
2: 2012? Uh I won't code, Rick. It's uh, pure torture. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I actually want to know how they went in 2015 from six and ten to eleven and five, and then the next year to three and thirteen. That's like I don't know exactly how you do that.
2: I know. I mean, I forget the coach name, the dude with the slick back hair. Oh, they to, do. Yeah, you go, thank you. Uh, you know, that dude got him into the playoffs and then everyone was talking like, Oh, this team's a house of guards. They're gonna fall apart next year. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then, of course, they got blown out by the Packers in the playoffs. But yeah, it has been that bad <laughs> for since the McAdoo exit. Um, but it's it's just I mean, come on! It all starts with gentleman They bring in that clown, and it's like it just it's one folly after another.
1: Um, well, you know what? Uh, we'd be happy to give you Howie Roseman. <laughs> we'll take him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And if any we'll offensive
2: tra- line you got, you want to get rid of, we'll take him, too.
1: Well, you know, we'll trade you
0: straight up <laughs> Roseman for Mara's cat. How about that? I'm sure Mara seems like he'd – he'd, he'd...
1: <laughs> And we'll even throw in Jalen Rager. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, sure, why not? I mean, we'll anything – honestly, the only shiny moment in the Giants right now is the place kicker. That's it. Gano's <laughs> G- been great. He's been – you know, he knows he's, he's trotting out there. Because the Giants aren't going to score a touchdown. So he's like, already got his helmet on as soon as they enter the red zone. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I,
1: the, it is funny. The, I did see the Giants are 32nd in the league in red zone touchdowns.
2: I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> you, you know, it's it's like, everyone's like, oh, they, they keep talking about, um, uh, oh, God. Help me out. The Duke dude. I'm totally spacing the thing. Our, our quarterback. I hate him. Oh, so Daniel Mike Jones. Jones Daniel. Right. <laughs> so this guy, I mean you can't, you can't make this stuff up. So, you know, when Sims retired in the early 90s, they brought in this guy, ironically enough, from Duke, Dave Brown. And I remember Dave Brown. There you go. And he was going to be the heir apparent. And this guy was like, they drafted him first in a supplemental draft, costing them supplemental draft, yeah. Costing them yep. a first round pick in the next draft. But they gave this guy five years to figure it out. And I just think they're doing the same thing with Jones. Like, oh, he's got all the mechanics, blah, blah, blah. No, he doesn't. Get him out of there. <laughs> so how many picks do you guys have in the first round this coming year? Well, we've got uh, two. We got we got the Bears. Oh, good. Oh, oh the Bears. Uh,
1: that's a good uh, one. Uh, that
2: That's our shine. <laughs> and the Giants played the Bears this year. So it's like, hmm, does it really matter who wins? Let them both tie. Who gives yeah. a shit?
0: It's like they both they both stink. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was watching the game this past week, and you know I think we've pretty much pounded into the ground that the Giants suck. But here's two statements that I, I don't think you want to hear as a Giants fan. So the uh, uh, the first one after the first drive for, by Tampa Bay, wow, that was easy for Tampa Bay on the opening drive. So so yeah. Steve Levy on it. And then later uh, in the game, uh, when your boy Daniel Jones throws the interception, uh, I believe it was Greasy who said, "I have no idea what Daniel Jones was looking at."
2: When <laughs> I was actually tuning into the man, uh, that, that, that was probably your only man- salvation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but even then, um, Peyton was torturing the Giants because they throw up a stat and they're like, "Look at that stat: thirty-seven dropbacks." No sacks, no hurries, no knockdowns, one touch. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is, that is as bad as you can get. So let yeah. me ask yeah. you guys a question <laughs> because do you let Hurts just sit back there and look for an open receiver? Because obviously he's not going to get touched. Or are you just going to try to ram the ball down our throats? I,
0: I think you got to stay with your identity. I think you got keep, keep to keep riding that train.
2: All
1: right. Yeah. What? Yeah. Run the ball. Run the ball, and run the ball. So here,
0: here, here's my question that I think uh, is really kind of bringing uh, Eagles Nation and Giants Nation to their knees. And uh, this is one I'm going to find very confusing while watching the game, as one Darius Slay goes up against one Darius Slayton. <laughs> How effing confusing is that?
2: I'll leave that for the announcers. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to get really weird.
1: Um, yeah. Going back to draft picks. So the Giants pick as of right now, six and seven. And out of the top 11 picks, the NFC East has seven picks. <laughs>
2: yeah. At the, yeah. What a, what a band of division we're in. Um, well, let me ask yeah. you guys this. I've always, I've always been curious about this for Eagle fans. See, who is in the NFC East? Who is your biggest rival? Because for us, it's the Eagles, hands down.
0: Hands down. Well, in order for a rival to, rivalry to be a rivalry, the games need to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, you know, it has to be that other team from Texas that's not in Houston. Has to be the uh, the premier kind of rivalry.
2: That's what I thought. I thought you for you guys, it's more the Cowboys. Yeah. Why they've always been in the NFC East, I have no idea. But um, personally, I, love I, find, so I well, find I find it
0: offensive offensive yeah. that they've been considered America's team when Philadelphia is the birthplace of America. There
1: you go. <laughs> well, I, you know, I was going back through some Giants-Eagles game, and for a Giants fan, I'd like to know what out of these, you know, games is your most favorite play game. So I've got six for you here.
2: Well, Rick, can I intervene? Because I did put together a top five what I call House of Horrors torture chamber games for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoa. Well, I'll start off, I'll, I'll start off sure. in 19, 1960, but Chuck Benner hit uh, Gifford. The Eagles went on to win the championship, and Frank Gifford was out the following season and never played running back again. He came back as a wide receiver.
2: Okay. There you go. All right, do you want my top? I can start with my fifth, and then we can just work down. Yes. All right, so fit, you guys did, were talking about uh, – a couple of weeks ago, about Invincible. And I'm yep, thinking, it yep, oh, yep. was a good film. You know, I, I like the, um, the Hans Zimmer score too. That was a nice touch, but it was a good film. And then right up until the very end, right? So I'm like, I'm thinking, like, Jesus, did that play really happen in Giants Eagles history? And then, of course, they fade to black, they start rolling the credits, and they show the actual play that unfolded where two idiot Giants run into each other, ball bounces off one of their helmets right into Papali's hands and waltzes it into the end zone. So, yeah, that would, I'm like, yeah, that I buy. That, that actually happened. Unbelievable.
1: Let me, let me give you some consolation on that one. That play was actually called back because there was a penalty. So <laughs> it really actually didn't count. So. Oh,
2: that's too funny. Okay,
0: all right. Was Derek Barnett on the team then? <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. Um, well, we have to go back to November of 78 with 20 seconds left and the Giants holding a 17 to 12 lead. The original miracle in the Meadowlands, Herman Edwards picks up the wall and runs. Herman Edwards, go Sun Devil. Yes,
2: that was my number two. That'll yeah. always be, um, I've got something that actually tops that, which is, you'll hear in a moment, but yes, the Joe Besargic blunder was just like... Which,
1: that actually led to people kneeling down and not just running out the clock. Right. I mean, that was the giant
2: contribution to NFL history. And I, I, you know, and they always show it, right? They always show it. It's like every time the Eagles play the Giants. Like,
0: oh, that was NFL films fodder for years. Like the back in the day, he's yeah. like, like those NFL film like blooper shows that would run at like two a.m. on some kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, TV network somewhere.
2: Yeah. So the Joe Bizzarrić fumble. Yeah, that's way up. Number two for me. Uh, yeah, keep going. Right. So down down next one, you're up. Well, I was actually at this game, so it made it even more torturous. Um, the Giants were killing the Eagles. They were shutting them down, and I looked over at my buddy. I'm like, we got this. The, the Eagles have scored seven. <laughs> See, that's we're, your problem. There's like, your problem. <laughs> like, yeah, no, just like, there's like a minute, and a minute and a half left, but all we got to do is punt the ball, and, um, you know, we're done because uh, – the the yeah, Eagles have no timeout, so we, we got this. It's in the bag. What happens? Ryan Westbrook, 80 yards to the house. <laughs> I'm like, I looked over my friend. I'm like, yes. tell me that didn't just happen. Did that just happen? You've got to be kidding me. So, yeah, that that's definitely up there on the House of R's torture chamber games.
1: Um, well, not to follow up with that, but kind of a one just like that, the Giants surrendered a 31-10 to 10 lead And with 14 seconds left, punted to Deshaun Jackson with it tied, 31-31, to and Deshaun Jackson runs it back for a touchdown. As time expires. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely – see, because we thought the Brian Westbrook play will never get topped. They'll never let that happen again. (laughs) And then, yeah, but I got to say that the most torturous part of that play was watching Deshaun Jackson just tiptoe along the two-yard line.
0: Yep, yep I was like, yeah,
2: like, Dude, what are you doing? You're killing me right now. Oh, you know what? Okay, I'll I'll just prance into the end zone and then just hunt the ball in the end zone. Huck the ball in the stands. So yeah, that was the worst yeah. part of that play. When he was just tiptoeing along the 2 Yard line. It was like, Oh my god.
1: Yeah, he's he's kind of a jerk like <laughs> like, All right
2: It's like,
0: oh, he's one of those guys where it's like, Thank God he was on our team because if he's on the other team you'd hate him. All right, so I got, I got a question for you, okay, Evan, Giants fan. And this is something I stated, you know, in a previous episode. And this is – I kind of stand by this, and I've brought this up to other people. And I, I wondering, I'm wondering if, if you kind of believe this statement. I'm a firm believer that Saquon Barkley is the worst second overall pick in NFL history. Th- oh, well, okay. There no you. question. Easy.
2: You don't ever draft a running back. That high. Everyone was like, "Oh, you should have seen him at Penn State." I'm like, "Penn State? What are you talking about? Yeah. Who cares about college ball? He's going up against the best players <laughs> from the best teams in the country, and you know, the guy is. I'm I'm sorry. He's just injury prone, and yeah, it, it's been a disaster. A disaster. Pack your bags because people. Off.
0: Yeah, is people it, will bring up like Rick Meyer, Tony Mandridge, but at least a quarterback. An offensive tackle, I get taking those guys second overall. But, yeah, I think picking a, a running back second and not just – he what he's played in how many games? Maybe 30 games in like five years?
2: Yeah. I mean, for him to sit there – I mean, I know the guy's dying to say, right? He sit there in the press conference last week. He goes, they're shaking off the rust, blah, blah, blah. But the guy – you know, he's screaming inside saying, my offensive <laughs> line stinks. Yeah. I have no idea. Well, that, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's my question is is it they're just not, is it he's just a bad pick or they're just not using him the way he should be used. I, I, to be I'm honest,
2: a, yeah, I, th- I think it's all all of the above, Rick. Yeah. All it's, the above. it's both,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> all of the above. Yep. Yeah. Which is funny because they're supposedly a metrics based team at this point, and like all the metrics tell you don't pick a running back, you know, early in the draft. So they clearly went against their own right. kind of, you know, prevailing philosophy.
2: No, it's just, you know, and then you sit there, you know, and I'm listening to get him in the boob and he's just like, Oh, no, well, you know, we had to go with him. I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, yep. no. You could have like, you know, moved down the draft or whatever, <laughs> but we certainly didn't need that guy. And it, it's proven, right? The guy who spent, you no know one really pissed me off too. Like in all the games he's not playing, He's sitting up there in the super box, like sipping on a soda. Dude, hang out with your teammates <laughs> on the sideline. Who are you? <laughs> that drives me nuts. You just sit in the owner's so, box, kicking back, and the big lazy boy going, yeah, go get him, boys.
0: Yeah, so here, here's just for perspective and to kind of throw fire on the worst second pick overall. Not only – because I base this off like that, you know, the, what we talked about, that you don't take a running back. He's just – and it's just poor performance. But also here are a couple uh, uh players that you guys basically get you know uh missed out on. Uh Quentin Nelson, uh who you guys really could have benefited from. So speaking of offensive line, and one uh Josh Allen. Uh, no, no,
2: you know who I wanted that 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 year? I wanted Jackson, Ma Jackson out of Louisville.
0: Yeah. No, he was he was the next one. You know, I think everyone just got afraid of him for for whatever reason. And,
2: uh, yeah, I mean, what is the is, – is it called the Wonderlick Test? Is that what it is? Is that what they have? Yeah, I forget. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I think they've done away with that. I actually <laughs> think they just do, like, their own interviews. I think the Wonderlick Contest or contest test is, is, is a thing of the past. I think they have their own kind of custom yeah. interviews at this point.
2: Right, but it's just like, you know what? The guy's a flat-out bowler, Played, yep. drafted well, In
0: draft him. In, right in, in a weird connection, the Baltimore Ravens, when they picked him, that pick was actually – belonged to Philly at one time, so –
2: Still, oh no way! Yeah, no, still no, a no, little, little perspective for you. Well, what about you uh, guys? Don't really, you know, I don't see a lot of hype coming out of you guys. About your quarterback, let's talk about him for a second. You guys like him? Do you, you think he's the heir apparent? And, not that you have an heir apparent, but uh, uh you
0: know, it's, yeah, it's, he's a work in progress. I, I think. Well, I think the hype train is definitely kind of like picking up steam. That's for sure. And every time, anytime I see that, I get, I get nervous.
1: Yeah, well, Evan, what you have to understand with the Eagles is that we are a quarterback factory. So we have, we have plenty <laughs> of quarterbacks just rolling off the line. Um, no, I, you know, the thing that concerns it, yeah, he's, is he doing all the right things right now? Yeah. But I think long-term, he just takes too many hits. And, you know, that running quarterback is, you know, I don't, it's not, it's not a long-term, uh, you know, strategy. Having a running quarterback in today's NFL, um, so.
2: No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Look at RG three. I mean, that guy was getting hammered like a pinball.
1: Yep. Right. Right. He's doing. Uh, I saw he was doing college football now or something. I thought he was still like hanging hanging around someplace, but now he's still in. Uh, he's up in the booth.
2: Oh really? I yeah. thought he. Yeah, I thought. Where did I? I thought he was in Pittsburgh or something. I don't know, bouncing around somewhere. Okay, he's in college football. God bless him. Right there with Mark Sanchez, another banner pick.
0: Uh, don't get me started. <laughs> we, we've already talked about Mark Sanchez and what he is, but fumble himself.
1: Yeah, the uh, the Eagles uh, play the Giants, and the next the week after they play the Jets. So do the Eagles stay in Northern New Jersey? Um, <laughs> yeah they just go to short hills mall for like you know five <laughs> days and just go on a shopping binge hey we have a caller trying to somebody calling in here badger
0: oh yeah let, let's uh let's see Let's how do we do
1: uh,
0: that let's see invite to speak let's see um, make next caller did i do this right there you go and i think uh badger badger me uh, un- uh, uh, unmute your mic and you're on the air, caller.
1: And unmute. Unmute. Uh, press the microphone.
0: Unmute. Evan. Evan. The- uh, Evan. The- oh, there we go. Are we you on air? <laughs> you-, you are on the air. Congratulations! Yeah. You got on the air faster than Evan, the Giants fan.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Oh, there's two of you. Um, We are
0: on his team. Uh, We've been looking forward to uh, episode nine, but it's a special day for another
1: reason. Does anybody know why today is special? Um, It's Thanksgiving Eve. You're right.
2: And it's John's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) What? Birthday, John. We just called it Happy Birthday.
0: Oh, thank you. You are too kind. Is
2: that, is that today, John? Happy birthday.
0: It's, it's technically uh, tomorrow, but I appreciate the birthday wishes, nonetheless. Uh,
2: okay. It's
1: today because we've been taught that we don't associate Thanksgiving with John's birthday.
2: But uh, Did you call my mom? <laughs> 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 is mom an Eagles fan?
0: <laughs> uh, mom is a fan of anything that keeps my dad occupied. And, uh, and the Eagles do, um, so yes, by transitive property, yes. You,
1: you, you may have seen our mom on uh, the Eagles broadcast this past week where she was that person that stands who you can read a lips, and she said, that's F-E-N-B-S-H-I-T. Yes. Yeah,
0: that's, that's our mom. <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> a, a, a 47-year-old drunk woman uh, standing in the end zone of uh, an Eagles game. That's a that's a Philly forty.
1: Yeah, with a with a
0: with uh, in her in her white puffy jacket <laughs> and uh,
1: her winter cap. Yes, John's birthday is tomorrow. I remember. That's what I oh, thought that thought lead, that's the good. day that John was born.
0: Yeah, in a weird twist of irony, our mom is a Chardonnay twin. No, that's a <laughs> terrible
1: I, thing I'm to say. Sorry. I need to That's say.
0: inappropriate. <laughs> it's <was>
1: terrible. <laughs> Okay, happy birthday, Eve. We will not be wishing you a happy birthday tomorrow.
0: Okay, uh, thank you but very we'll, much.
1: Uh, happy following day birthday, um, the following day.
0: Say hi to August and Badger Meat Bananas for me. We will. All right. Carry on. Uh, let's see. Where were we, folks? Um, house, house of Horrors, torture, torture Chamber. House uh, of Horrors, Torture Chamber. Giant Suck, Giant Suck, Giant Suck. Uh,
1: I have, I have two yeah, more games more. that so are keep, keep highlights. Keep coming, Rick. Yeah. Um, November 20th, 1988. In overtime, the Eagles are lining up for a field goal. They snap the ball. The kick is off. It is blocked. Clyde Simmons, who was in on the play as a blocker, picks up the ball. Namesake for my chickens. Picks, and because it didn't cross the line, it's a live ball. He picks up the ball. Runs in for a touchdown, Eagles win.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. That one I definitely blacked out of the memory. <laughs> I, I probably, like, threw a beer bottle at the television set after that play. See, because that's the pathetic thing. I can't, to the best of my knowledge, uh, think of one game where it happened just the opposite, where the Giants had a miracle play and beat the Eagles. No, zero. I-
1: I remember one time where they threw a pass to Plaxico Bur- Burris in the end zone. And he caught it? And um, he, 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 they, scored, they scored a touchdown. He yeah. caught it, and um, a gun fell out of his um, hand warmers.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my and, God. and shot himself in the ass. <laughs> shot himself in the ass.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh,
2: my God. That character.
0: So I'm going to make a bold prediction, you know, and I know I start off the show by saying we don't make predictions, but I'm willing to guess because we can prove it right here, right now, that Evan, the Giants fan, you think the the Giants are going to lose this
2: week. Again, no question. I mean, the team is in complete disarray. I mean, if I got to hear Joe Judge say one more time, work in progress, everything (laughs) falls on me, blah, blah, blah. Dude, you're killing me. Trust the process. Yeah, no, that's a, trust, trust the, the process. process. Yes, um, <laughs> you know, last year around this time, I, I got into uh, an absolute uh, shit-kicking fight with my offensive line coach, and uh, that didn't go so well, so I got rid of him. So, yeah, now it's uh, – now I'm going to have uh, Freddie Kitchens call the place. And let's see, he did one game for us last year, and uh, I think we scored a total of three points that game. So we're looking good. <laughs> Evan,
0: if it makes you feel any better – if the NBA season would end right now, the Knicks would make it into the playoffs. Right. So, you know,
2: I got the Knicks in the Rangers. They're playing, you know,
0: the, yeah. So lay your head on your pillow tonight <laughs> thinking good, you know, good thoughts for your New York Knicks. And maybe that will ease the pain of,
1: well, I mean, if you still want to, you know, follow football, you can always switch to the jets. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. right? Oh,
2: man. But it's like, <laughs> This was Sunday. It's just like the irony of it, right? It's like Strahan's coming in to have his number retire, retired. and
0: Surefire loss.
2: Right. <laughs> so yeah. I, what's the over-under and Strahan sticking around, right? I mean, he's probably going to do like wave waving fans, say some things, try to fire him up. I'm sure the Eagles will be up by 30 points by that time. And he'll probably get in the limo and head back to New York. I wouldn't blame him.
0: The real question though: If you're Michael Strahan, would you really want your number to be retired in the state of the team? You know, with the state of the team it is right now. I would say no. Right? I say, guys, <laughs> right? Can we, I, I'm cool with waiting another year until like we're a reasonably decent team and we have a chance to win to uh, to, to to retire my number.
2: Right, and do it week yeah. one, <laughs> so you don't know if they're going to stink again. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. I well,
1: agree. I I mean it's also entirely possible that there's a majority of Eagles fans in the stands and he gets food the whole time.
2: <laughs> no, that, that's a given. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that's surefire. Oh man. All right. So I got to, uh, Rick, I got to give you one more zinger on, uh, yes, on the house of Word games. This, the giants weren't even playing <laughs> mind you. So this, this actually put an end to my betting days of football. Um, this goes back a few years. And I'm, so I'm going through the spreads in the morning and I, and I come across this one game and I'm like, oh my God, is this a joke? Is this a misprint? This, this can't be right. I'm like, Detroit in Philadelphia, 46 and a half is the over? There's an absolute blizzard going on in Philadelphia today. I'm like, this is a lock. <laughs> so I put down a bunch of money. I start watching the game. It's 8-0 Detroit, Midway was the third quarter. And I'm like, oh, easy money, baby. And then what happens? Thank you very much to Sean McCoy.
0: Oh, yeah, he went, he went crazy on, yeah, uh, on that The team explodes
2: for 34 points, and to add insult to injury, your defense gave up another 10 points to Detroit, hence blowing right through the over. I was like, this can't be happening. So, yes, the Eagles torture me, even when they're not even playing the Giants.
0: <laughs> and your Giants have earned me a bottle of Camus you know, for a couple of years now, so I appreciate that bottle of Camus.
2: Oh now, wait a minute. Technically, we did break the curse session. We beat you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was it was a split. It was a split. And then you try to get out of it, I think, saying, wait a minute, what's the split? Is that is it a logic? No, it was a it was point differential. Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> point. John played used the point no, differential. No, he, he basically kicked that one to the curve. But I was desperate, Rick. I was like, come on, you gotta give me something. We've beaten you once in the last 20 years. Give me something. <laughs> But yeah, no, he shot that right down. All
0: right. Well, I think we've uh, kind of put you know put the Giants in the grave enough. I, is, is there anything? I mean, I think we're all kind of in agreement. It, this you know the Eagles maybe uh, yeah. they're they're kind of looking at a
1: at a at a road win this week, but
0: you know, no predictions. Well,
1: I, I Evan, no matter the result of the game, even if the Giants win, you're more than welcome to come on next week and gloat as much as you want. Yeah. Win
0: or loss, you're coming back. You know what, Rick, the,
1: win or lose, I'm the, coming back. Yeah, I, You're more than ahead. welcome to come. If you don't want to come, I appreciate it's an it. embarrassing game for a Giants fan. And you don't want to come, that's fine. Uh, but if the Giants win, no, you're more you. than
2: welcome. Well, thank you, Rick. And, uh, no, to answer one other question I think you threw out at me, no, I've never worn a bag over my head in the Giants game. <laughs> <laughs> I may have cursed at them multiple times, but no. They don't deserve a bag. You know who deserves a bag over his head? Is Tish and Mara. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> On that note,
0: let's, uh, let's yes. wrap up uh this week uh versus the New York Giants as uh yeah, it, it it'll it'll get interesting for a variety of reasons. Uh Evan, do you want to stick around for the remainder of the show or Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll just uh, say. Our next segment is uh, around the NFL, which uh, coincidentally I think we may be changing the name of this segment because uh, my first couple of notes is actually the return of the XFL and the USFL. The Philadelphia
1: Philadelphia Stars. The Philadelphia
0: Stars are back. Which uh, Evan, you'd appreciate this. Former Philadelphia Stars include Bart Oates and Sean Landetta, both uh, both New York Giants. Wow.
2: Good players. Yeah, good yeah players. very good
0: players. Yeah, so the XFL looks like they're coming back next year. And the USFL just announced uh their roster teams, which uh is eerily reminiscent of the exact roster teams from their uh uh from their inaugural season back in uh uh back in the eighties. So that should be interesting.
1: Um Yeah, no, I saw that. Um when are they going to play? Is they going to play in the spring or the summer?
0: I you know, I don't know actually. I didn't,
1: I, I got it. They're not going to go
0: head to head against uh the NFL, I mean, right? I mean, they they probably got to be summer. But
1: right. um, I think, I think so. <laughs> John, um are you you are an official XFL alumni? Are you not? Uh
0: yeah, in a in a weird uh, twist of coincidence, uh, my, two of my former employers include the XFL and the New York Football Giants,
1: and the NFL.
0: And the NFL, yes, yep, yep. So, uh,
2: the XFL was, um, it was. Oh yeah, John, tell us. I want to hear a story about the mayor working for the mayor. What was it like? Give, give me, give, me uh, give If you're good.
0: into watching like old people dawdling the sideline, uh, looking confused all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Which no, I'm not talking about Joe Judge. <laughs> I'm talking about a super old person who ran the the football team when I was there. Uh, that's your New York Football Giants,
1: and, and mind you, that was 25 years ago.
0: Was that 25 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man! <laughs>
1: well, Last, how
0: old were you? I, I don't know. This was right? 96 because I think that was the year Cedric Jones was the first pick. My first year there was the year Cedric Jones was the first. It was their first pick.
1: Wait. Way back in the 1900s, John?
0: Yeah, in the year 1997, 1996, no, no 95? I forget. I've lost
2: track. Well, so you were, you were around for the Day Brown era.
0: Yeah, I think I was, I was there for, for his last year. So I was there uh, for Reese's last year and what's his face's uh, first year, um, Fossil.
1: John, John, you have to tell your Amani tumor story. Uh, which one? the one where he didn't she like bump into him and he was like John what are you doing here
0: Uh, yeah he was a little confused I I walked up to him he (laughs) was like he looked at me like kind of sideways uh, like you and you recognize someone and but they're completely out of place and I was like oh yeah I work here and he's like really so do I I was like oh I know I said I had no
1: (laughs) he's like what number are you John
0: (laughs) (laughs) John, were you guys same year at De La south no he was one year ahead of me yeah, he that. was one year so we had yeah uh, uh amani was one year ahead of us and then two years behind that or no three years behind me two four years three was aaron taylor the offensive of lineman for uh green bay <laughs> who won a super bowl with uh, green bay wasn't uh
1: was, jones drew was a couple yeah, of years yeah Jones that.
0: drew i think was like three years later after i graduated and yeah. folks, this is why, as mentioned in the previous podcast, my uh, football career lasted one entire year at Dallas and I quickly uh, quit. <laughs> five ten white guy. I am not Hunter Renfro, so five ten white guy I ain't going to go far. When
1: uh, John, come on, John, <laughs> give yourself give yourself credit. You are five twelve. Oh uh,
0: yeah, yeah, you are right. Sorry, five twelve. Uh, the EP would would quickly uh, hop on and and correct me, and if
1: I claimed five eleven, like. No, you're 5'10 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else we have on around the uh, around the football uh, leagues?
0: Around the NFL, quick reminder, Alshon Jeffrey, uh, still not on an NFL team. Um, let's see. Uh, two NFL leagues. Da-da-da-da. Those are kind of like the, the big notes I have. Um Ricky, you got anything? I'm, I'm just looking uh, looking over my last my notes. I don't think there's too much. Uh,
1: no. But, um, yeah, the stars are back. Chuck Buscina, Scott Fitsky. Excited to see those guys play.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Penn Stater, by the way, Chuck Lucina
1: Penn State, guys. Yep.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, here's uh, one thing. Um, this actually kind of dips into uh, – last week's, uh, you know, previous episode cleanup, but this actually kind of bridges the gap between around the NFL and uh, last week's cleanup. So I went back did the hard math. I know this is not the math episode right now. The kind of like the, 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 more popular notions running around the NFL, you know, amongst the talking heads is everyone's rediscovered the run. Everyone's running the ball. Everyone's running the ball. Well, I did the math. I crunched the numbers. Uh, so I did a comparison um, rushing yards, uh, uh, you know, on average by a team uh, in a game this year versus 2019. I didn't compare last year. COVID year is kind of a weird year. So God knows yeah, how that was affecting play calling and all that stuff. But uh, 2021, the average yards per rush for an NFL team right now uh, at this point in the, in the season is 112.8. Uh, for 2019, one hundred twelve point nine. So, uh, if you're hearing this story from people amongst your talking heads, no, people haven't rediscovered the run. They're still running the ball just as much as they did two years ago. So, uh, I felt vindicated. So, yep. Thank you, <laughs> John. You're right. I, I don't hear that enough. right. You're right. Here, so, you know, especially the EP, <laughs> never say it. So,
1: oh, oh, John. Yeah. This is this is the segment where John. Uh, uses this podcast to actually tell uh, the EP and his in-laws different things. Yeah. So is there anything <laughs> that you don't want to tell them in person? <laughs> is there anything else you want to tell them?
0: Uh, I'm getting hungry, so you know we should start thinking about what we want for dinner. We should. <laughs> um, all right, should we get right, into what? last week's cleanup?
1: Uh, Unless you had yeah.
0: around the end. Evan, you Anything or you know, general NFL news notes, things you want to? No, Giants still stink. Breaking news, Giants still stink.
1: (laughs) Uh, Last week, cleanup. I don't have, you know, anything on that. I can't say, you know, I don't do anything wrong, so I don't think there's anything. Well,
0: I wanted to add some clarity to, uh, you brought up Wally Pip. I don't know if a lot of people understand or know who Wally Pip is.
1: Wally Pip was uh, the guy, Joe, Joe DiMaggio, Lou Gehrig, Lou Gehrig replaced. And Lou Gehrig did such a great job. This is baseball that Wally Pip never got back in the lineup. Yep. And that's kind of the same thing that happened with Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe. Yep. Back in the day. Um.
0: See another uh, another note I have here. So, oh, uh, a certain apology. I I was I was listening. Yes, I do re-listen to the podcast just to kind of figure out how to be better. You know, uh, as Chris Sims would say, uh, self self scout thyself. Uh, I have to formally apologize for up talking. I um uh, is something I just cannot stand. I found I found myself up talking in the uh, in last week's episode. So sorry for that.
1: What is up talking?
0: Uh, Google it. it? (laughs) Uh, Or just listen to the uh, to your uh, Kardashian sisters, Rick, and you will hear nothing but up talking. So I was going to the beach and I thought I was going to go take my favorite (laughs) suit out and the dog ate my homework. And so
1: that. I just let you know, I watched the Kardashians once and I think my IQ dropped by at least. ten. I never watched (laughs) them again. again.
0: Um, I think that's, I think that's all I have for, for uh, last week's cleanup. But other than that, you know, I think we're, you know, Oh, sorry. I, I missed my own note. I made reference to the NFL having 30 teams. That is actually incorrect.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I kind of figured that out because last week you said they have 30, uh, that there's 30 teams. And then I saw that the Giants are ranked 32nd in red zone offense. So I was like, geez. <laughs> They're like <laughs> thirty second out of thirty.
0: Yeah, they would find a way at this point, I guess, huh? <laughs> right, Evan? Well, I'll keep it coming, <laughs> boys. So that basically means that the 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 context of the conversation was the 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 NFL's looking to add up to you know, to have forty teams, so they would be adding eight instead of ten.
2: Well, like, well we talked we're, about we're, that. You know I know you was, talked about it, but I was like I mean, we gotta you gotta feel fill 80,000 seats? I mean, maybe back in St. Louis? That's I don't... it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know,
1: I was thinking, we taught, We need some cities like Orlando, San Antonio, but what do you think the names would be? Like the Orlando Mickey Mouses? Uh, palm trees. Palm trees. <laughs> the San Antonio
0: Alamos? Uh, saddles, the San Antonio Saddles.
1: The Memphis. How about the Memphis Elvises yeah.
0: or the the Memphis packages? I mean, it is the hub for FedEx. <laughs> there's some great. Pro- we always deliver. Yeah, there's, yeah. there, yeah, there needs to be some great cross promotion there.
1: <laughs> um, we can always put another team back in Oakland, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs>
0: but then they'd have to poor move to St. Louis. They, Let's say that poor City. Yeah, then they'd have to move down to LA in like 8 years and move back to Oakland in 15 years and then move to, you know, Carson City, Nevada in 20 years.
2: Oh yeah, so I read that today. What what the hell is St. Louis? So what are they where is this 800 million dollars of St. Louis is getting? Where does that go?
1: Yeah. Who writes and who writes that check? Right. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> Whose pocket is that? Going?
1: Elon Musk. I think it was Bernie Sanders. I think it's uh, from, I think they had like a guarantee that they would stay there and the Rams just like, we're out of here. So I don't know. I'd have to take a look at that, but that's something we can uh, clean up on and circle back with you.
0: That's good. Oh, good corporate speak right there. Nice work.
1: Good. Yes. You like that? I'm pretty good at that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, uh, I think that's it for uh, last week's uh, cleanup. Um, should we move into unrelated topic of the week? Rick, you want to kick it off? If you-
1: Unrelated topic of the week. So, yeah, this is kind of Eagle-ish. But um, I noticed this a couple weeks back, and I wanted to bring it up. So, you know when the Eagles stop somebody on third down, they hold up the fist, right? Like it's, that's the fourth down sign, right? Yep. I've noticed when the Eagles stop somebody on fourth down, they hold up the fist. Shouldn't they hold up, like, five fingers because it's, like, fifth down? Or, like, what is the signal we stopped them on fourth down?
0: Isn't the fifth down, like, the 19th hole in golf? Like, what are they, like, calling for a cocktail? Is that what it would be? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but (laughs) shouldn't you
1: have a different, like, sign? That you stopped them on fourth time. Uh, you know this.
0: We'd have to call, uh, you know, my namesake, Jonathan Gannon, and uh, see what he says. I, I don't know. That's a good question.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's one. And then also, uh, the Eagles. The rest of the season. Do you know how far they travel? Three hundred and twenty-one miles. Well, it's because they're spending
0: the in, in, weeks at a time in Short Hills Mall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they uh, go to. Um, They play at Washington. Uh, That's 139 miles from Lincoln Financial to FedEx Field. And then two trips to the Meadowlands, which is 91 miles.
0: And that's it. The rest are home, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, don't have to get on a plane the rest of the season, which is uh, pretty good. And we have a bye. So that's kind of related, but unrelated. So. Uh, Any other unrelated topics so of the week? So my
0: unrelated topic of the week is something I just recently discovered uh, in the past like couple of hours. Uh, I hate to say, it, guys, America is in crisis. <laughs> uh, I, it,
1: for, what, for what subject? It, That's there's many different. Well, crises I have a ritual
0: on. every year um, I, for my birthday. I give myself a uh, a malt a chocolate malt shake from a, uh, a burger joint that I think it's mostly, you know, it's, it's across the United States now called Habit, and it's really good. Well, I walked into Habit uh, this afternoon, asked for a malt, and they said, we don't carry them anymore. And, yeah, and I, the lady looked oh, at me like, what's wrong? I was like, I've literally waited a year for this, and you guys don't carry it anymore. But fortunately, someone behind her said, oh, wait, I think we still have some malt powder left in the back she ran back there and the malt (laughs) gods arrived and she had malt and i got a chocolate malt so um but i uh, I, I was gonna say please uh call in you know pod listeners uh call your local habit call corporate email corporate call email dave at habit.com or whatever tell them to bring back the uh uh, the chocolate malts please for the love of god for all his holy
1: Oh, I have another unrelated topic. Oh, up far away. Away. I had to email a guy by the name of Cameron Hicks this week. And the way the company does the emails is they take oh. the first letter of the first name and the last name. So the guy's email address <laughs> is chicks. And, <laughs> oh,
0: tell chicks <laughs> I said
1: hi. <laughs> I, I, like, did a double take. I was like, is this <laughs> like, like, a joke? joke? <laughs> like, what?
0: That's pretty so, funny.
1: Yeah, so I thought that was pretty funny.
0: Anyhow, completely unrelated, but um, All right, should we get into Man Fail Fan Mail? Wait, oh, what about oh,
2: Evan? Sorry. Oh, yeah, yes,
0: please.
2: please. Sorry. We were going to talk about this. Now, any sport, This is, we're going to talk about James Bond. If you haven't seen it, then just mute yourself or walk out of the room for two minutes. But uh, come on with that film. I don't know what the hell Barbara Barkley was thinking, but it's like, okay, let me throw some zingers at you guys. Surprise, I'm going to kill Felix Slater. And I'm like, what? Felix's been around for since 1961. What are you doing, Barbara? And then, oh, surprise, James, Bond, James Bond's a family man. Like, what? Now he's a family guy? And then, oh, surprise, I'm going to blow him up. Uh, I don't know what they're thinking. So I mean, our, our, uh, where does the franchise go then?
0: So, uh, so it, it's, yeah, this is a good one. Um, a hot topic uh, uh, in our meetings, in our production meetings uh, over the past week or so, because we saw ourselves. Our executive producer would very much agree with you. She was just totally uh, unaccepting of the latest Bond film.
2: Yeah, terrible. I, I don't know what Barbara Brown was thinking, yeah. uh, what she's smoking or whatever. It was. Terrible. Is there any
0: hot takes on uh, the new Bond film?
1: Uh, yeah, our mom and dad wanted to go to it and they're trying to twist my arm to go to it and I'm like look, I've seen, I have I know the plot right? James Bond, he gets some cool toys, you know he, the, the world's going to come to an end, he meets a hot yep, chick, yep, he saves the world yep. and he goes off with the hot chick almost, like I, I've seen it for like 25
2: different movies, he dies but. in the end <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's yep. the zinger they throw at you, man go, Well. Good. It, it, it Just, it just throw, you, throw your arms up and you're like, what the hell is going on here? It would I think be, they were trying to tease the new Bond. I'm not going there. I don't know, but I don't know. It
1: would be interesting to get, uh, John, our brother's take on this. Yes. Uh, he yeah. is the, he, um, he's, he's the 19096 unofficial Bond uh, correspondent. In fact, he once met Sean Connery in a buffet line in
2: Scotland. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That, now that's That's a good topic right there
1: <laughs> To which, uh, which we then went outside And Sean Connery teed off It was at a golf course, Glen Eagles golf course And um, Sean Connery Teed off, hit his ball And then he had a German Shepherd That went and chased after his ball And sat by his ball He had a special scented golf ball For the dog to find his ball Yes
2: No way Yeah, nice. That's, nice. I,
1: yeah. You, you think
0: Walter could do that? Probably not <laughs> i don't think so well audition, just for the, the record walter is my uh one of our dogs and he's not a
1: uh a human yeah <laughs> um yeah so okay uh, That's, uh all right
0: uh anything else that you want to add uh, about uh
2: uh your favorite film there evan no, that that about covers it. I think uh, you know it, it's the Bond film is 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 as disaster as the Giants' season right now. So there you go. Uh, all
0: right, uh, fan mail, fan uh, mail. <laughs> uh, Alice from Albany uh, writes in, dear one nine oh nine six. Why are all your pod, your post uh, sorry your podcast fan mail letters about three sentence three sentence fragments long? It makes me question their authenticity. The Dave from New Jersey, the Keith from Brooklyn. <laughs> Steve from Denver. Are they real? I would really appreciate casting some light on this issue as it is a huge topic this holiday season around our house. I mean, after all, we live in Albany. There isn't much to do here except visiting TGI Fridays for trivia night and talk about the 19096 podcast. Um, Alice from Albany, they are all real. Those are real human beings. Dave, Keith, uh, Steve, they're real human beings, period. Uh, now,
1: John, are these um, letters that you get in the mail or are these emails? Because I don't think we ever gave out an email address or your address. Uh, you know,
0: if you guys want to see what our email address, you got to um, follow us uh, on Twitter at 19096podcast. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Silly yeah, I I'm sorry. No, it's just easy. a good opportunity to cross-promote, you know, cross-platform promotion um next one comes from roger uh from athens georgia why no predictions what gives i love this ki- i live for this kind of stuff roger you clearly didn't listen to the open uh get a better set of headphones and the last one comes from sarah from elk grove uh which is home of the elk grove Autumn mall hi guys love the pod is there any chance we might see you expand to additional platforms in the future or can you talk to call in folks and see if the android app will be ready iphones are for pansies Oh, uh enough with hate speech there, Sarah. I have no impact on when uh Colin is going to flip over to um uh to Android, but you know, hopefully soon. I, you know, we're just uh, you know, we're we're just a boutique um you know podcast. So, you know,
1: right. We're, we're yes, just the yeah, talent here.
0: I could give you the email to the, uh, <laughs> the EP and you can talk to her. I mean, if you want to, you know, uh sign up for a sponsorship, we're open to it. Uh, that's it for fan mail. Um quick reminder, we're on uh what every uh every Wednesday, five thirty Pacific, eight thirty uh Eastern. Rick, what time is that in Nashville?
1: Uh that is seven thirty PM. PM
0: uh all right, what's what's uh, next on the uh I lost my agenda. Uh, Eagles, Eagle's life. life. Rick you got an Eagles I Life? I was
1: trying to
0: think
1: yeah, I was trying to think back the last time that the Eagles played on Thanksgiving. seeing South tomorrow is Thanksgiving, um, and I was having trouble finding it. But um, does do you remember, John? Uh,
0: I oh no, they played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Oh my god, I said their name. I got to edit that out. Um, I no, I think that there was six, seven years ago they played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. <laughs> And they just destroyed him
1: too. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't remember that. Uh, but.
0: Let's see. I wish uh, Raph, our uh, pro bono research department, was.
1: Yeah, we we haven't heard anything from Raph, and he is on site. Too.
0: Uh, he is. He's just, uh, I guess, mailing it in as usual. Uh, is this right? No, I think. No, I I don't. I could have sworn it was let's see Eagles Cowboys Thanksgiving. I'm using the internet right now.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think they lost to uh, the Cowboys, but um,
2: what uh,
0: on this third day the Eagles are in Dallas. I don't know. Shit, I'm not gonna especially not okay. Well, what
1: that makes for terrible podcast. Uh, oh, no, actually, um, they are five and zero on Thanksgiving Day.
2: Oh, there you go, why wow,
1: yeah
0: uh eagle's life, so okay, so uh, it, uh sorry, Rick, I didn't mean to interrupt was that was that it for, uh, for your eagle's life
1: yeah, no, that's uh that's I think eagle's life is more um your segment than mine, um you have a lot more uh eagles life stories than I do,
0: which is uh, weird because you're older than me, so uh I would have thought you would add a few more but. Uh-
1: uh, so I, I, my Eagles life story is um, the one I love to tell. The first Eagles game that I went to, um, we went to the bathroom and there was a guy pissing in the sink, and he said, "These new pissers really cramp my style." Yeah, and that was my introduction to Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles fans.
0: Yeah, the the sinks aren't really designed. A lot of splashback on the uh, on those sinks, I bet.
1: And um, my I was staring at the guy, and my dad said, "Rick, stop, talking. stop." Talking. <laughs>
0: Uh, so my Eagles life uh, story actually comes from I think 1995, and I don't think Rick, I don't think you know this story. I don't know if uh, even the EP knows this story. So I actually had I had a uh, a job oh, interview no. with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, what? I had a job interview with the Philadelphia Eagles, um, and I don't you mean what a tryout? no, no, no. no. <laughs> As mentioned previously, <laughs> mentioned my my football career lasted one year and deservedly so. Uh, yeah, I went. Uh, this was around I think 1995, so it was in between my uh, freshman and sophomore year of college. No, sorry, uh, sophomore junior year. So it would have been the year after uh, I was at NFL Films, and I got an interview with the Eagles through uh, someone at the NFL Films helped me out and uh you know being like i knew where the offices was being a fan you know i worked at nfl films uh i thought i had this i thought i had it in the bag i'm like you know what i'm gonna nail it just you know did
1: you did you wear your uh eagle no paint starter jacket? i, I should
0: have though that would have been tremendous no i followed i followed suit and you know wore, wore a tie um i was feeling good about myself however uh I showed up about 30 minutes late to the interview. Now, anyone knows if you show up too late to an Don't. interview, you ain't get the job. And I didn't, I didn't get hired by the Eagles. And that's what eventually yeah. led me to working for Evan, your New York football giants for, uh, for, for two, two summers and and falls.
1: And John, would you like to expand how you got the New York Giants job?
0: Uh, I, how did I get that? Well, I
1: wasn't it through a ministerial connection. Oh
0: no, it wasn't actually. No, what? No, it wasn't. I I don't. Um, the New York Giants job I got through uh, through
1: NFL films. No, oh, I thought I no. thought Reddish knew the chaplain or something like that.
0: He did. Like we kind of made that connection after the fact, but no, I, yeah, oh. that was through. Uh, uh, NFL films. He was in the office, uh, right next door to where I was based out of. Um, and, uh, yeah, me and a, uh, cause it was me and another intern who worked there for, uh, three months. We both ended up at the New York giants. So, um, yeah. So that's my Eagles life, uh, story. Yeah. I thought I had it in the typical, you know, at Philadelphia Eagles. I,
2: Wait a minute. So what? What the hell happened? how you? How come you were half an hour late? Uh, I
0: just I thought I was too. I, I don't know. You know what? I I uh, traffic uh, left. You know, left the house too late. I thought I knew where I was going, but I, I don't think I did. I think it was <laughs> one of those things. Like right, I was heading down to the stadium, so I was like, oh, I know where it is. But I got down there into that area. I'm like, shit, I have no idea how to get to. I don't think it's called the. Oh, I don't think it was called the Novacare pl- Complex back then. But I had no idea how to like get in. I didn't understand like. <laughs> how to get into the the complex, and so oh, I was you, like, didn't, sir, uh, you
1: didn't you uh, didn't get directions on uh, your phone? No, I left my iPhone at home.
2: <laughs> had it's Android.
0: Yeah, kids, there was no iPhones in
1: nineteen ninety six. Did you get a paper map out and just spread it out on the hood of the car?
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I called uh, Rand McNally and I asked him for directions. <laughs>
1: Well, the the care Center where they are, I don't know when they built that, but it's right across the street from the... It was right across the street from the vet. Yeah,
0: that's. It. I couldn't figure. Out, I literally couldn't figure out how to like get in there, and I made like one or two like wrong turns, and I was in like some mega industrial area, and I couldn't find my way out. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: what was the position? Assistant coach or associate uh, head,
0: coach? head head coach? Uh, you know, they just fired. Um, Co-tight,
1: so uh, yeah, co-tight. And so
0: uh, there was an opening, so I went and put my ha- name in the hat.
2: Yeah. So. And then uh, to add insult to injury, he parked yep. in Buddy yeah, Ryan's
1: parking exactly. uh, spot. <laughs> it just <laughs> said Buddy, and John's like, "Oh, I've been called Buddy before."
0: <laughs> yeah. Th- then he paid Andre Waters to take off my head.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Uh, All right, I think that's it for Eagle's Life. Any, uh, gentlemen, final thoughts, final thoughts? Evan, you want to fire first for
1: final thoughts? Uh, G-I-A-N-T-S. Go Giants.
0: Rick, anything for you? Uh,
1: Final thoughts for me, you know, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, so I wish everyone has a, uh, you know, some turkey, some stuffing, and a side of, you know, uh, embarrassing conversations with uh, relatives.
0: Hmm. Uh, my final thought for the day is giants suck. <laughs> and and happy Thanksgiving. You too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Rick, want to, want to take us take us home?
1: Good night. Happy Thanksgiving. Good luck and drive safe. Good night, everyone. Adios.